Hey, um, hey, the gimmick uh, this week is... Uh, we're doing the announcements. We're um, the library, so shut the fuck up. Okay, sorry. While we do the announcements. Um, I uh, have Divine Comedy tomorrow uh, at 8 o'clock. I don't, know if, uh, I don't know if I'm doing this in time. Probably not. But I did it. Alex, do you have anything? Public access every Sunday night. At 7 p.m. Sign-ups at 7 p.m. Immediately after the improv team gets done. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Then the show starts at 7.30 p.m. The mic is in the Paramount Room. I'm trying to do the Dude, you're going to get us kicked out of the I'm fucking library. i the announcement. Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to do... Oh, my God. Okay. Dude, I... Sorry. Okay. Enjoy the Welcome everybody to the Praise Down. Oh, hello! It's uh, we're uh, welcome to the Praise Down. Oh, I didn't see you there. I'm uh, I'm Heath Huffman. I'm uh, I'm the host of it. Who are you, Alex? I'm Alex Sanchez. I'm the host of it. Uh, you might think, well, hang on. He just said he's the host of it, and I know that's confusing. What I mean is, like, we're uh, we're we technically are, we're co-hosts. We're co-hosts. We're not both the hosts, right? That'd be that'd be it ridiculous. Be silly. We're two co-hosts acting as sort of uh, a unit. But uh, with us today is one host of the Tunes Tunes <laughs> yeah. podcast. What's going on? Yeah. Hey, Harold. How are you? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Uh, what's it like to be a host? I've only ever been a co-host. Yeah. Is it good? It's twice as twice as better as being a co-host. Damn. Mm. Ah, I've been hearing this. That's <laughs> all right. I've heard, well, I've heard tales uh, of it. I've been hearing this. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to share the bits with anybody. Yeah, that's. Mm, you, oh, I love the bits. You though. need to stay in the bit as long as you want. That's true. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tee anything up for anyone. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> but Harold, wouldn't it be nice if you had someone there to tee something yeah, up yeah, for you? It would be. Ni- it would be nice. Yeah. Have you ever thought about having a co-host on Tunes Tunes? I've had them. Like, uh, depending on like what the episode is, I'll mm-hmm. have. Uh, especially when we interview like composers and things like that. Um, I've had co-hosts on for that just because it's like. So kind of stale when it's just me and them. So yeah. A lot of times, mm-hmm. especially because we don't know each other. Right. And so, um, if, especially if it's relevant to someone's interests, I love having people that I've had on back on to co-host certain yeah. episodes. You'll have like a buffer friend yeah. on. That's, that's that's a smart idea. Super yeah. smart. A buffer friend. A yeah. buffer friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's important that Heath is my buffer friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. He's shut your ass. Good joke. Up. He's he's, more, he's muscular. Uh, <laughs> So, Harold, let's get right into it. How's your walk with the Lord? Talk the walk. My walk. Oh, Lord. I was just talking to you guys about this whenever I got here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's crazy that I happened to see, Alex, I saw you at the Paramount. And we yeah. talked about being on. And then uh, it's been about, I think, a week or so since that, or mm-hmm. two weeks. Mm-hmm. And some interesting things have happened that. 
Tell me. Topics like this have come up a lot, you know, talking about the walk and such. And then uh, just recently, the pastor at the church I grew up at passed away. Oh. But I'm, I have not been in the church. Right. Like, I haven't in been in the church in, in years and since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like the classic, you know, growing up in church, whole Baptist bit, going to Falls Creek every summer, like mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah. And so it's just interesting that all of those things kind of come to a head and like it's come up so much in conversation with like my friends. Yeah. And then with the, the, his brother Floyd was his name, pass, passing away like right. It's like it was like the mm. other day, like he, literally, I think it was yesterday. Wow. And it's like, this is so, such crazy timing to like come yeah. talk to these guys around this time that this guy that had this huge impact on me that I knew my entire life died, you know? So you said he had a huge impact on you. Let's, Talk about that. Did you have you gone to the same church your whole life? I did, man. I uh, I mean, I haven't been in in some time. I, I was actually just I was just there recently. They had a uh, he retired. Uh, he was sick. He he got yeah. cancer. He got sick and passed away yesterday mm. um, when we're recording this. But that's terrible. He uh, happens. Yeah, man. I mean, I grew up in that church. Like he was friends with my mom when my mom was pregnant with me. So like he's yeah, literally man. known me my entire life. Yeah, and. You know, whatever you believe, religion aside, it's like he helped me really, you know, get a grip on my moral compass just in yeah. general. And so I think about those things where he was teaching me lessons that a lot of times weren't even talking about the Bible, you know. And so, I don't know, it's just super inter- interesting to me yeah. that that happened like literally right before I was coming to talk to you guys. I'm like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. What What have you been... Uh... On that subject, what have you been uh, ruminating on since that happened? Well, like I, it's been something I've talked to so many people about just because it's something I'm interested in learning about that, you know, you grow up in church and you go through the motions and you think like, this is obviously the right thing to do because this is the way I've always done it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leaving the church, you're like, why did I do that? Did I do that because I believe that? Right. Mm-hmm. Or did I do that because that's what I was told, like, this is what you do. You go through the motions, you check these boxes, and you're a good person, and you go to heaven. Right. And so it's been a real struggle, man. Like, it's... Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I, it's just something I'm constantly thinking about. and About whether you meant it when you were there. Yeah, and it's like, do is it something that, you know, I, I have this foundation of, like, these teachings, and this is a good basis on which for me to, like, live my life. Mm-hmm. Or is it like, you know, this is something I need to get back into and like start, you know, walk right back up where I left off. Right. I don't know. You know, it's, I don't have the answer. Have so you, are, like, are you thinking about going back to church? Well, you know, me and my wife have been talking about it a little bit just because like we, it, it's something that, you know, obviously we both grew up. Um, it was, it was, we both grew up in the church. So it was something yeah. that was important to both of us growing up. Um, but the conversation now has more been like, you know, what can we do something to where we're not necessarily like, um, I guess, plugged into the church per se, but like, is there something we can glean from this to make us better people and be thinking yeah. about, you know, how can we apply this to our life today and make, make ourselves better people? Yeah. Um, but it's just a struggle, man. You know, I, I find myself thinking about that all the time. I'm like, what happens like do you yeah. do we just cease to exist like yeah. what it's the question we've been asking since the beginning of time since you the know dawn of time yeah but whenever i don't know it's something so visceral about it being your struggle mm-hmm. yeah and when you think about it and you know it's like that 
Yeah, man. That it's, thing. It's not, nothing that I'm ever like, it scares me or anything. Sure. But it's just find, something I find myself, you know, being in a place where I'm thinking about what do I believe. Yeah. And how, how it's long just tough. have you been a non churchgoer? I haven't been regularly. I mean, really, since I guess high school or I guess it would be college. So okay. probably about, um, man, probably close to 10 years-ish around this time. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You quit going before you were 20? Around that. I mean, I was I was probably still going here and there, like after the age of 20 and whatnot. But, I mean, right around that. like. Yeah, about the same. I, uh, I think I quit going when I was about 19. And I definitely tried after I quit going. But the timeline just gets kind of muddled. Well, that's what I'm thinking about, too. When you ask me about it, I'm like, no one's ever asked me that, so i got to really, yeah, yeah. really dig here. Let me think about it. So it's, <laughs> it's I mean, it, it's crossed my mind. It's it's crossed my mind also if I was like, say I were to find a way to uh, engage with that system in a way that feels authentic, in a way that feels productive, in a way that feels like um, beneficial to the people around me. Yeah. I would still have to get over the the weirdness of of an institution. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Cuz it's it's nice to go back to church for say family stuff or whatever. It is weird though. Yeah. Um and I met a lot of people and th- there are a lot of people in my life that I like that I grew up with in church, but there's something weird about how um, uh, the the seeing the structure work now that you know more about it. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I guess it was like the struggle that I had to whenever I started, really just thinking about like why do I do the things that I do? Right. Was this just because? I mean, I guess it's the question you ask yourself whenever you're wrestling with: Do I want to keep going or not? It's, mm-hmm. Do I believe this because I believe this, or do I believe this because this is what's been presented to me my whole life? If you're, why did you leave the church initially? It was just like, man, you know, I think it's like the thing of, I found myself, I think, you know, you always, I grew up Southern Baptist, so like I grew Mm. up hearing the church is the people, not the steeple, all the time. Right. And so I, I love being around people i feel Mm -hmm. like i'm like i'm energized by being around people yeah i I love it and so it was just such a natural thing for me like i was very plugged into the church and like friends with all these people and then you know i moved and it was be it would be like we're like i still want to be in those people's lives and so i'd reach out and then maybe hear back or not hear back and then i moved a couple times so i went from church to church a couple times but i grew up mostly in the same church Mm -hmm. until I got to high school. And then I moved churches twice. And it was just like such this, I don't know. It was like this thing of these people saying, you know, we're in this walk together. We're here for you no matter what. But then whenever it got down to brass tacks, it's like, where are these people at? Like these people said that they were invested in me, investing in my life. Yeah. And now I'm reaching out, not even just because I needed anything just for like fellowship really. Yeah. And it's like, where are you? Like, yeah. And I'd see people out and about and just try to catch up with them. And it's like they would, didn't want to have anything to do with me. And I'm like, what What am I doing as a person that I guess they don't feel like the connection anymore? Or mm-hmm. I'm not doing – I'm not being a Christian the way I, they think I should be a Christian. So, so you they're felt, treating me differently. You know what I mean? Did you feel rejected by the church? 
I think so, man. I think it was like that was like the thing, and it, it, you know, if it had been an isolated incident where it happened one time, and I went to another church and mm-hmm. they accepted me with open arms and they were there for me constantly and like just there to be like the foundation, then it wouldn't have been a problem. But for this to happen, you know, at the church, at, at every church that I'd been to, you know, and it's like, am I? Is that just misplaced faith and people and people are inherently are flawed, or is mm-hmm. this just? I don't know. You know, I don't have the answer. And that's kind of the thing. That's where my walk is right now, man. I'm like, what do I think? Where do I want to invest my time? What at the end of the day is going to make me feel like I have lived a life worth living? Like the the purpose of life is to flourish, in my opinion. I think Plato said that. Mm -hmm. But it's like at the end of the day is like, did I live a life that I'm like glad that I, you know, spent my time doing whatever it is that I did? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I feel like I should know this already, but but I'm 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 missing it. Do you do you consider yourself a, a believer in? Or, or do you call yourself a Christian like now? Man, see, that's I struggle with that too because it's like, okay. am I living my life the way a Christian should? I don't know if like I'm a textbook like you would just see me from the outside looking in and be like, yeah, that's a guy's a you mm-hmm. know a. That he's a foundational Christian or anything like would that. Would you like to consider yourself a Christian? I guess I would. I mean, yeah, I think so. And well, that's then, just like yeah. I feel bad because like I can't. Sure, you guys are asking me, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, no, that's, it's uh, okay no, 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 not, we're no. we're not uh we're not here to get yeah. you or anything. No, 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 yeah. I know. But it's like I wish that I could be like for sure. This is my answer. Honestly, this is way more interesting. Yeah, you're yeah. you're living way more interesting of a life. Yeah, uh, this so. is a really interesting time to catch you for this well yeah and it's just like you know I, I don't know if it's just like a phase or if it's like i'm gonna eventually find my way back to the church or mm-hmm. do away with the church altogether like I don't, I don't have the answers you know what i mean and mm-hmm. the way that i have talked to my wife and the the importance that we place on it you know because we're a team at the end of the day yeah mm-hmm. you gotta and be the way that she is kind of presenting it to me with like hey what if we do it this way like we could still glean something from it but you don't and she knows it's like I've invested all the time in, the, in those people, and yeah, they weren't there. Whatever is like you know, I went through some stuff, and it's like sure, yeah, I needed a, I needed some you know people to be around me, and it's like crickets, you know. So yeah, I think she gets that, and she's just trying to meet me halfway because that's something that's foundational to her, that's super important. Yeah, but she has the same kind of mi- mindset that she grew up in a church where she doesn't really like you know agree with the way the preacher was. You know, yeah. saying that the world is, you know, yeah. being being constantly going in and being told that you're inherently terrible and that you, right. you can't do anything good. I mean, that it's just crazy that we do that. And that's like yep. happened to us as kids, like growing up in church and you're indoctrinated. Yeah. On that, uh, I think one fun way that I've engaged with Christianity as an adult is trying to separate um, what's good about it from what's bad about it. So you mentioned that, uh, you know, we're born bad, we're, uh, you know, we can't do anything right ever. That just kind of feels like a, like a, like a shamey sort of shame thing. Um, Because there is a lot of, um, even in churches, there, there is a lot of stuff that is designed to like foster, um, like, exc- like 
inclusion in the group only and things yeah. like that. Like stuff that shame tactics and things that are designed to like keep people, uh, keep retention rates high and things like that. Good churches won't do it, but bad churches do do it. Right. So it is kind of tough to parse through that stuff, especially when it's all presented to you as like the word of God. Um, but not all of it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's like the thing too, when, you know, I've talked to, I can't help but like when I think something and I feel something, I talk to my friends about it. I mean, that's sure. just what we do. Yeah. So this is like, it's so funny that this has been like the topic leading yeah. up to me talking to you guys has been like everyone that I've talked to has been, what do you think about this? Like what, what's the answer, man? That's great. And you know, we have, we engage in discourse. Now, do yeah. we get into like screaming matches over this stuff? Sure. No. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> we could, but yeah. But what I was saying shut, is that shut yeah. your ass. <laughs> All right. Well. But we'll, you know, at the end of the day, it's like it's civil. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't. It, yeah, we're not going to scream a match over foundational stuff of like, why would you possibly believe that? One of the friends I've talked to is at he grew up Church of Christ. So yeah. It's like, fairly different than southern yeah that one's messed up no instruments yeah in that one so it's it's been interesting to see kind of where the venn diagrams of our Mm -hmm. of our foundation line up and where they don't and it's just interesting to me that is interesting Mm -hmm. yeah uh i'm i was baptist as well growing up and a lot of the things that you're saying sound really familiar um i i didn't ever uh i don't know i never i never made uh, too substantial of, of like a lifelong friend at church, um, which was weird because I went there my whole life, which was kind of part of it when I left. Right. Like uh, the other part was like, I was mad at my mom and dad, you know, yeah, who, classic who, stuff. who ain't, you know? Right. And, uh, but the other part of it was like, Oh, well I didn't like nobody, nobody cares. I'm gone. Like, cool. Yeah. I'll just, work on getting good grades you know right. it's like the they and it's like don't put your faith in the people but it's like at the same time you tell me the people was the church like right what what, what am i supposed that's, to that's do? the thing like you can't yeah that that's that's a that's moving the goalposts for sure right yeah i mean i feel like any of the stuff that causes you to feel shame probably is there because somebody who wants to control you put it there Oh yeah, um, damn yeah, yeah. You know, feeling guilt isn't the same thing, but feeling shame is just like, oh, that's somebody trying to get me to do something. It's mm-hmm. manipulation. Yeah, I'm being manipulated. If you know, if you're being shamed, uh, or if you're being made to feel ashamed in the church for reasons out of your control, you right? Know, then you're just you're literally trying to be controlled. So well, I think and when it's instilled in you at such a young age that I still find myself sometimes I'm like, is that my Christian guilt? Flares right. Up, like, uh, uh, like a, that stuff that leaves scars forever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're like, you know, what, what is this really? Is this my moral compass that right. has nothing to do with, well, I guess in a way it does because what you glean a lot from the teachings, yeah. parables and such at the end of the day, it's just, you know, how do you live your life type of stuff? It's all if you take allegory, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So at the end of the day, you could still take that as like a life lesson in general with no attachment to religion whatsoever. Right. And still better yourself in some way. Now, do I think 
that I'm like behind that, man. I'm always yeah constantly trying to be a better person. Like you're working at it. So like I feel like that, but yeah, like the whole guilt and like all that stuff. I'm like, man, this is not. This isn't good. Like I don't feel good. Yeah, definitely. being around that. And uh, since we're both Baptists, I would recommend that you check into uh, the concept of religious trauma. Um, I read a book. I read a book on it last year, and it it was helpful parsing through. It was helpful again with like parsing things through with like, oh, that's just trauma. That's not like Christ. That's not like a belief. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's talking about a lot of the same stuff we're talking about now. I'll, I'll, I'll recommend you a book for sure, man. Yeah. Love it. Nice. Um, the book is, uh, it's, the book is called you are your own. Um, I do not know the name of the author at this time. That's fine. Didn't uh, look it up. I kind of came in a little bit hot. Listeners, with this. <laughs> listeners, look it up. Look, I'll do the work for you since you tuned into the show. <laughs> I'll look it up. They've done the hard work of hit and play. Yeah, well, that's true. No, that Jamie, true. don't you move a fucking muscle. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> What's the name of the book? You Are Your Own. You Are Your Own. Oh, sh- you guys shut up. Uh, uh, oh, uh, you Are Your Own. Worst Jamie Lee was- Finch is the oh. author. I thought you were asking what it wasn't called. Sorry. You Are Your Own by, <laughs> by Jamie Lee Finch uh, is, a, is a good book. Uh, who also grew up Baptist. So, oh man. Yeah. Good, good through line. I see there. a trend there. Yeah. 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 You'll, you'll, uh, <laughs> you'll identify with a lot of things if you were to, if you were to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I have to, I mean, I've heard the Testament to you guys is I've heard people on all ends of the spectrum come onto the show and it's never been from you guys, a belittling or making people feel bad or feel strange or that, you know, that they weren't entitled to their opinion. So I just had to like commend you guys on that, that every, no matter, you've had hardcore Christians on, yeah. you've had atheists on, you've had people in the middle like me yeah. I would, and you I would, always treat them the same. And I appreciate that. I would say we're committed to making everybody feel strange in a way that's super badass. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree with that. I think that that's, I'll meet you uh, on that one. I'll meet yeah. you on that. <laughs> cool. Cool. That's important to do in my opinion. Yeah. But that's yeah, great. just from listening. I just wanted to tell you guys that. Well, that's very Thanks, sweet. Man. Her. That means a Thank lot. Thank you so much. Um, I think for the middle, <clears throat> we should do Vince's mailbag. Yeah, it's time to open up uh, the, the epistle. piss bag. Um, no, this is called the the epistles. This is our mailbag segment. It's called the epistles. <laughs> Shut up. It's not called the piss bag. It's called the epistles. This is a Bible thing. Be respectful. It's a mailbag segment. Okay. Called the epistles. Okay. Sure it is, buddy. Um, this comes from our uh, from our friend Vince Spencer. Uh, hey, Heath and Alex. It's important you understand what I'm sharing with you isn't to hurt you or anyone you choose to watch it with. Okay. I just feel like you'd be missing out on tackling one of the most eyebrow-raising things ever to be made for children. Salty, that's P-S-A-L-T-Y, the singing songbook. Salty, pronounced like Psalms and Salty in parentheses. Thank you, Vince. I didn't figure that out earlier. Is a giant anthropomorphic book of Christian songs who runs what I'm assuming is a a children's ministry. Parentheses. How he acquires the children varies depending on the episode. Just, uh, just, Just leave a period and just start another sentence. 
He has two forms. Old school salty with a human head protruding from his spine. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, man, <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't want anything to protrude in a Christian cartoon. Never. Pretty much I never want to see something protrude. Yeah, don't ever protrude, listeners. Um, and the updated version with a moving sculpted face. Absolutely not. Hell no. Well, I've provided a link to one of each. Listeners, you'll get the audio, but if you're uh if you're in the if you're in the boys club. The if you're if you're yo. on the Discord. Alright. Lord. Let me get Yeah, 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 yeah. So we do have a sort of book with a face on the spine. This is by W Word. Okay, a, w- a husband and wife team made this. That's so important. That's adorable. Oh my god! Now we're talking, buddy. Right, so this is a uh, gentleman in a book costume. This looks like an Odd Future music video. Yeah, this is insane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely baffling. Uh, There was just a really wide shot of two kids running very far away. He's pimp walking. He's pimp walking. The singing songbook is pimp walking. The singing songbook, by the way, is purple. And gold. Oh, he's pimped out. He's pimped out. He's wearing gold, purple face paint with a gold eye mask. Hail the one degree. He's covered he's in really, cheddar. He's, he's in his bag. He's rounding. He's rounding up all the kids. He's yeah, sm- he's smothered and covered for sure. <laughs> hey, yeah, he is rounding up a bunch of kids. They're all following him. The, sort of the conceit oh, of the video is... seems to be that the kids are following him around. Wow. It seems. It happens like this. You just don't notice when people are taking tons of kids. They're dressed like a giant. They're jumping book. around on a very <laughs> shitty-looking playground. It was a different time. Yeah, it was kind of Pied Piper. Okay. No. Oh, man. Vince, oh my god! Look how long that video is. It's it's a full episode. Skip around. Let's For, skip around. Vince left us timestamps. Oh, oh, that's the thank salt you to Vince. Of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. the opposite Instead of, of a hellraiser. hellraiser. Yeah. Yikes. A heaven Big ra- yikes. A, a heaven raiser. Clive Barker's heaven raiser. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the Kevin Sorbo is the is heaven raiser. That's yeah. who it is. A world of infinite pleasure <laughs> and pleasure. <laughs> Okay, second email from uh, Vince Spencer, addition to previous epistle. Here are the scenes I've selected from Selfie Salvation <laughs> Celebration, the movie. It. Note that I've focused on uh, scenes that include the film's antagonist, Risky Rat. So, <laughs> Oh, my God. Risky Rat, I love it. So we need to... Thank you so much, Vince Spencer. <laughs> okay, the same, they're still together, and they made a film. And we're going to 638. Roll nice. We're at 627. God loves them. After all, that's the whole point of this trip. Salty, exactly what do we say when we're telling folks about God? Oh, this is for 
Oh, oh my god, uh -oh. what? That's American Noel Fielding. Yeah, this is a gentleman dressed as a rat, a sort of an Ardman style rat. Yeah, he looks like uh, the Mike Myers cat in the hats fucked up uncle that sells cars. He looks like one of the mice from Flushed Away. Uh, <laughs> that's what I meant by Ardman style. I do notice also that uh, the gentleman dressed as a book is now blue. And the book is animatronic. It's got a big animatronic face on it. Oh, Rat Lady! Oh, dang. A mouse. Charity Church Charity Mouse. Church The America uh, shirt. Nothing actually. We're not doing this for money. Yeah. I set up my allowance for a whole year. Just so I can pay for my ticket. Oh, my. How very quaint. Okay, next next. All right, next yeah, let's clip. look at the thing. This is horrifying. Yeah, this it's so upsetting. Yeah, what, boys, what are your thoughts so far? If I was a kid, this would scare the heck out of me. Yeah, it seems like you would have to uh, have grown up in the right um type of like messed up family to be cool with this yeah, the foundation of bible man for that you know what i'll uh, say boys i was a bible man family what Heath. i'll say is sorry, sorry. Uh, i like this rat man i like risky rat i think that it's the year of the rat and that we need to respect him i think that we could all learn a little something from risky rat and i personally am going rat mode in 2020 next clip as a rat respecter i <laughs> They're still on the same bus. They're on the same bus doing a dance number. Has a day passed? Who knows? Oh, it's a train. Oh, it's a train. <laughs> Get a musical number from yeah. Risky Rat. Rat Fink? Rat Fink, yeah. Oh, the, the, the facial prosthetics are kind of weird. Yeah. It's not as upsetting as the Cats movie from, uh, <laughs> from this year. Cats parentheses 2019. No, this is... It, it's, but it's up there with it. Yeah, this is very upsetting. Uh, the prosthetics are sort of a crude version of, you're right, the cat in the hat. He's got a, a chin prosthesis on as well, which is unnecessary, I would say. Yeah, uh, rats don't have chins. Wrist chins. I got clout. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> He's a clout chaser. He's notorious clout we're, we're all dabbing in we're here. Dabbing. We got clout. <laughs> Um, okay, so that's probably what that's probably yeah. what we were looking for there. The rat saying he has clout, yeah, which love I that. which I agree with. Rat has clout. I'm telling you guys, you're the rat. We have two more. Time to go rat mode. <laughs> There's a whole year of clout. We yeah, have, we have two more clips. This is Is that Amy Rose from the Sonic franchise? I don't believe either of you. I hate this. Are they on the train? Is this? 
It's like the Polar This Express. is a bottle episode. This is murder on the Orient Express for kids. <laughs> okay. Is real though. Yeah. She's yeah, she's out. yeah, she's pimped out. This is a girl wearing a sort of a '90s style beret, dressed as a some something uh, how a brainiac would be dressed. Yeah, or uh, brainiac but cool, whatever that right. '90s trope is. In living color. Blossom. That is the hat for Blossom. Jesus on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that escalated. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, let's get that one for the soundboard. <laughs> Isolate that. One more clip. 2640 is your total <laughs> for watching this movie. <laughs> Overpaid. All right, so this is sort of closer toward the end. They've gotten to their destination. Dave Coulier's here. You mean Salty Nine is missing? They're still on this train, dude. They love this train. I will say, uh, I love how much this movie supports public transportation. He seems to have disappeared. You mean he's gone too? Vanished. Wow, two things vanishing in one. Is this the Trump train I've heard so much about? <laughs> Risky Ratlinger? Wow. I love it. Is that... I'm not going to say it. Oh, damn. <laughs> is that anti-Semitic? Is yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> oh, no. Here he is. Yeah, this is uh, this is anti. This is sort of an anti-Semitic <laughs> risky his ratlinger. Hair. I didn't think about his hair. I didn't want my instincts to take over. Oh no! But I looked it up, and it is. Uh, it's a guy who just wants to take Jesus out of kids' hearts, uh, and he's also essentially a talent rep. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so he's like he's going to the open mics after this and stuff. He's sort of in charge of, would you say, the media? He sort of controls. Hollywood, maybe? <laughs> like Mickey Mouse. Yes. <laughs> Risky Rat is the remix of Mickey Mouse. Whoa. And he's, by being Jewish, Walt Disney's worst nightmare. <laughs> he's wah, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, uh, whew. Wow! Wow! You know what's wow? You know what? You know what? Risky Ratlinger. And you know what? You know what is the <laughs> Mickey Mouse? It's the alliteration. Oh Same my formula. God! You're right. Same y formula. You know what is the most anti-Semitic thing about that? What? They could have just called him Risky Rat. Yeah! 
<laughs> it would have been but easy. It would have been easier to do that, but they were like, no. We got to add that linger. His this name is, is Risky Ratlinger. He's risky. a talent agent. Risky how will, we, how will anybody know his race? <laughs> risky Rat Goldberg. Uh, this is <laughs> as bad as the Carmen video where uh, it's called A Witch's Invitation. Um, I believe the witch's name in A Witch's Invitation was... Isaac Horowitz. It was. Not making that up. (laughs) Not making that up. The witch's name in the Carmen video, A Witch's Invitation, is Isaac Horowitz. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a timeline somewhere where this podcast becomes like a right wing sort of uh, watchdog (laughs) podcast. Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We just. Talk about all the weird right wing stuff and yeah, this new Christian, Christian thing is anti Semitic uh, or whatever. Yeah, just just calling them out. I would love to have that as a segment, uh, listeners. <laughs> if you find any good, the come to Jesus moment is the name of the segment. We'll call it the come to Jesus moment. We'll do a lot, just a, a wow. sort of rapid fire giving advice to different Christian institutions on how they could be better. This is a come to Jesus And you know movement. what? Salty Salvation Celebration, the movie, you're having a come to Jesus moment. This is your come to Jesus movement. Uh, <laughs> Salty, don't name your pro- their antagonist Risky Ratlinger and have him be a rat who's a talent agent. With a prosthetic giant nose you fucking ding-dongs. Come on, man. <laughs> Always oh rubbing God, his fucking hands fucking together. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! So much hand wringing. You made yeah. him wring his hands. You, ah, ah. Jamie, are you ah. getting any more on this? <laughs> oh no, he's show- he's turning the laptop this towards where good. I am. He's rotating the computer. So, oh, there's a website. Salty.com celebrating 40, 40 years? years. Oh my gosh. Special packs. This feels like a like a creepy pasta ARG type of this thing. This is crazy. Most popular Salty's holiday special, $99. The kitchen sink deal? Why are the VHS tapes in the kitchen sink, oh dude? Oh my god, dude. $198 for a bunch of wet VHS tapes in the kitchen sink, dude? No, I'll say no thank you, dude. Check the links for the liturgical. Conference. Whoa. What's the liturgical dance the con- liturgical. The liturgical dance conference. All right. Uh, wow. Wow. Okay. Fan art. Fan art is. Okay. Um. This is crazy. Salty.com is what we're on this right just now. Feel, it feels like Bible man, just people that just like <laughs> went to point A from point A to point B instead of from point A to C, like Bible man did. I can't decide if this website oh, is... Just a dra- uh, just, uh, hi, I'm Solomon. Okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. Hi, okay. I'm Solomon, the supersonic salamander. Come listen to my songs and stories and meet my new friends, Max Magpie. Slide kick snail, Miss Beaverton, wing low. And okay, that ring low, sweet chariot. That better Love not it. be. All right, well, and Bo Evil. Well, he's not a friend anymore. Ah! We're all learning about the Book of Proverbs. <laughs> I'm learning about Proverbs <laughs> with Bo Evil. All right, <laughs> I'm concerned. We've reached the bottom of the Contact web info. There's a phone number. Heath, can I use your phone real quick? <laughs> well, you use your phone. My phone can't connect to the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Check 
checkmate. He got you checkmate. I'm not going to prank them. You can use my phone. Thank you, Heath. I'm not telling you guys what it is. I'm not saying it out loud, and that's on purpose. It is on the website, salty.com, P-S-A-L-T-Y. All right, well. Dot com. But we're not going to say it on here. A web- it's, a, it's a website. It is also it is 8.30 p.m. That should be noted as well. Debbie. Do we think that there is a voicemail box set up? Nine, four. Can't take your call now. You can leave a message after the tone. When you have finished, press the pound key or just hang up. Hi, um, my name is Alex Sanchez. Um, I was wondering about some of your videos. Um, I, I saw on the website um, that there were a lot of ones with VHS tapes included. I, I was just wondering if I could get any DVD-only options. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm not very good with, uh, with the Internet. Um, but if you'd like to call me back, this isn't my phone. Uh, my phone number is 918 918- um, so if you could just give me a call back, I'd really appreciate hearing back from you. Um, and, uh, well, I, I guess that's it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was so sweet. Ugh. Thank you. I just wanted to be nice to them. <laughs> if they call me back, I'll... That'd be amazing. I'll spend. Look, <laughs> I'm not good with the internet. I, I will spend <laughs> some of my own money to purchase DVDs from them. <laughs> good. It's for the podcast. You should do that. I don't have very much money, uh, so cash app in the bio or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely do that for him. That's probably a good place to leave it. Yeah. Thank you, Vince. Thank you so much, Vince. Spencer. We will keep you posted. Um, I will let you guys know if I get any <laughs> response from that phone number. I can't wait. I'm really excited about it. I'm also really excited about it. There's no way they've got like regular office hours. No. There's no way there's a person. I'm not going to get a call at 9 a.m. tomorrow like, oh, sorry. Where is 949, though? Dude, I don't know. If it's I'm California. Look it it's only 630 there. Is this from California? Is it from Beverly Hills? That's where I want to be. It's <laughs> Irvine. It's in fucking Irvine, it Irvine? California. Yeah, it's Irvine. Irvine, okay. That's kind of that's wow. Uh, fine. Wow. What are you wowing about? You got a huh? more from Jane oh, Donut Very Man. Nice. Ah, don't Donutman. Uh the Donut Man. I'm not saying it correctly. Jamie, you got to install Adobe Flash Player. Jamie, install Adobe Flash you Player. You got to install Adobe Flash Player so we can see what you're trying to show us, Jamie. There's a Flash video on the website. I can't ima- Here's what's perplexing to me is that you have to pay to keep hosting keep website up, right? You got to pay money to keep website up. That's pretty true. much anybody. Isn't that right? I concur. Yeah, you got to you, pay money for website. You got to pay up. money unless it's you're like your own server. If it's like your rules. yeah, if 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 you bring your own megabits to the internet, then yes, <laughs> mining for megabits. Yeah, if you mine them or um, you host them, you could host megabits. Okay, um, there's no way they're hosting their own fucking website though, right? 
So they're just paying GoDaddy or whomever $10 a month to keep the salty website up. It seems like they're kind of running a business. I don't know. Still, though? E-commerce. Still? Well, you're 40 calling, years? You're like, calling for VHSs, so they I got mean, customers. look, yeah. That'd be a good little piece of found footage festival. Yeah, yeah it would. That'd be good. <laughs> oh, my God. Is Jamie, it, what are you about to show us? Okay. He's on their label. Okay. Oh, wait! <laughs> J- okay. This is... I know about the Donut Man. I've seen a bunch of videos from the Donut Man. Shut your ass. What? <laughs> no, listen. He's a donut repair man. Uh... <laughs> He has a song that goes, life without Jesus is like a donut. It's like a donut. It's like a donut. Life without Jesus is like a donut. Because there's a hole in the middle of your heart. He looks like one of those guys from those VH1, like, Best Week Ever shows. He looks yeah, like, he does. He looks, looks like, like Young Gallagher. Yeah, and this is just a guy it's in a cabbie right hat with a mustache. I have seen the Donut Man so much. Have you seen him live? No, never seen him live. So, okay, is that his only thing? What does the Donut Man do that's so cool? Besides he just re- repairs donuts. Hole? There's a bunch of donut... Does he cover he, the band whole? He's No. Oh. He's got a sidekick <laughs> who is a talking donut, sort of a, a, a Muppet donut. Did he fix him? No. Oh. Um, they get to fill the empty hole in a donut with a round pastry and then eat it. This edible gospel object lesson points to a simple truth. Though we are made in God's image, our hearts have a God-shaped empty place that only God can fill. I, I run with that theme in everything I do. <laughs> oh, the italics are like him talking. I run with that theme. Every <sighs> Sounds so Hollywood. I run with that theme. He stays in the bit. Mm-hmm. I run with it. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of donut man videos um i'm sure that they were all incinerated in the asbury united methodist church uh, takeover but is that what they do with the videos after you take over a church you don't you burn them for fuel <laughs> i think they had to burn them for fuel i don't know keep the church i just going. don't think they've got any melt of the old... them down for a stained glass window <laughs> i just don't think they're keeping any of the old vhs's around yeah i don't know what materials like make should. what me neither <laughs> Oh what? He updated it. Whoa. It's donut, up to date. Donut okay. Man, TM, 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 indeed. I wow. would love to have the Donut Man on the podcast. Honestly. Right? Yeah. Okay. We'll try and get him. Um, okay. Well, that's been... Mail, mail bag. Mailbag slash... Piss bag. Sorry. No, I, it's you said it now. The epistles, our no, mailbag segment, no, based you, on the Bible. You got Keith. you. You got me during a vulnerable time because you were really cute on the phone. Thank you. Um, and I, I, I forgot to cuss. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's so piss th- bag. Mm. Thank you for Vince for for um leaving a uh, one in there. This has also been a come to Jesus moment <laughs> for salty. But it's uh, it's time for Toon Talk now, boys. <sighs> All right, buckle down. We're going to get into some Toon Talk right now. 
So, Harold, what album have you brought us today? I wanted to talk about The Everglow by May. A seminal album oh, for, yeah. a, uh, for a May. young Christian boy. Ooh. You know, I might recognize something off this, but May was kind of like, it only ever stayed in my, they only ever stayed in my like periphery. So I'm excited to get into this, find out what I missed. Yeah, I mean, it was a, I think they were sending a tooth and nail at this time. It was like 2005 when this album came yeah. out. So this was like mm-hmm. Anne Berlin, Emery, Falling Up, like all those It was happening bands. at that yeah. time. Perfect. Love a good two, 2005 tooth and nail record. <laughs> uh, the first the first track is Prologue. Yeah, the, the way the album's set up, um, it's like the thing of one song leads into the next, leads into the next. Okay. And it's set up as if like it's a book on tape almost because they the intent was for you to listen to this album along with looking at the booklet. It came with the CD. Okay, cool. And so it kind of sets it up in the prologue where it says, when you hear the song, turn the page. And it's it shows okay, every cool. fate of every song going to the next song. Okay. I, we'll, uh, I'll make sure to get those transitions then. Oh, okay. Either way. We've got a cool <laughs> crossfade type of thing. So prologue. Sorry, Jamie just Art sent me. Like Ooh. Jamie just sent me the page of his merch. You can get mm-hmm. Donut Man t-shirts and a puppet of Duncan, his donut sidekick. Noise. How much is that? Heath. <laughs> it's seven dollars. <laughs> the puppet is seven dollars. Yeah. <laughs> The p- the t-shirts are $13. That's more than a puppet. <laughs> yeah. Why is it why is it puppet? almost two puppets. Uh, wait, wait the a t-shirts minute. T-shirts only go wait up to adult large. Now, I got my degree in mathematics and if there's one thing I know, it's that <laughs> one one puppet doesn't equal one half t-shirt, you know? You've been God. saying that for years. I have and Here's what I would say. With God everything's possible. So, <laughs> minimum order by the way, $18. Shipping and handling is four seventy four, which means you have to get a puppet and, and a shirt or two shirts. You get a puppet with every purchase over forty dollars. What? Whoa. Just get everybody at the table a shirt plus a second <laughs> Duncan puppet until the end of twenty twenty. So if we get four shirts, two Duncan puppets, we get two Duncan puppets. <laughs> <laughs> or. <laughs> Or, hear me out. <laughs> Why does it keep giving us more stuff? I was already like, yes, I want the stuff. <laughs> it's like, no, but you, do you want more stuff? No! I, want, I, I wanted it already. But it, it keeps adding on stuff. This isn't, this is just my idea. What if we got three t shirts and one puppet? That would bring us to almost exactly $40 and th- one t shirt per puppet. We would have a TPP of one. <laughs> the TPP ratio. Yeah, yeah. That's a, okay. The golden I, ratio, they call it. I I love I love your power gaming sensibilities and how you've optimized this, Alex. I say you do that. Thank you so much. I see, I see you uh, I'm not going to, but oh. <laughs> I don't have. Damn. I mean, that's a cool. Oh man. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I, uh... Now I will say. Look at that guy. 
I will say, this only goes up to adult large. And I am an adult Dos Equis. <laughs> Do you have it? Email him and ask right if you have extra right larges. In, for that exercise. in the meantime, we're going to start the album. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> you, I'm so sorry. You <laughs> maniac. Prologue by May. It's Jamie's fault. You are now listening to the audio portion of the album. To complete your experience, please open the booklet that accompanies the compact disc. What? Okay. Multifaceted. Love that. Imagine doing this as it tells you to do it. Like Morpheus. <laughs> You'll know it's time to turn the page when you hear this sound. It goes through all the transitions. That's so cool. Whoa, that's very cool. I was like, that's a lot of noises. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And enjoy your journey. I'm going to enjoy my journey now. What if the album just kept giving you instructions? <laughs> like, open up the book. You never actually get to listen to it. Go out to your mailbox. <laughs> put, put the book inside. <laughs> uh, now, get... Uh, 50 to 100 feet away from your mailbox. <laughs> it blows up. Anyway. Uh, Butterfly effect. I just sent the Donut Man link to my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> the Donut Man's going to be eating good in 2020. <laughs> He's going to be eating pretty damn good with yeah. the Sanchez family uh, bankrolling his ass. The Sanchez huge, family. Huge uptick in Oklahoma. I don't know a, what's going a on. A group of four people who can scrape together $41. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's, that's actually all the, that's the cost of admission for heaven, actually. Yeah. $41. Up next is We're So Far Away. This one's like very ballady. This is nice. Remembering everything about my world and when you came. Wondering. What a fascinating way to start an album. Yeah. It has like these interesting like ebbs and flows. Like, the, the way they transition from slow songs to fast songs. Really cool to me. Did you know how you would move me well? I don't really think so. But the night came down and swept us away. And the stars they we loved the piano too much in 2005. I agree. Piano-driven stuff, for sure. And everybody sang like they were about to start singing a musical theater song. That is kind of true. Yeah. It was a fascinating time. Yeah. Because he sounds like he's about to really start singing. Now, when you say really sing, you mean like belt one? Yeah. He sounds like he's leading up to something, but he's not going to get there.
I assume the the front man is the pianist. I don't think he actually plays the piano. No. He plays the guitar. I know he can play the piano. But he better be able to. When he plays live, he doesn't play it on the piano. So one guy... Disney. Yeah. That was a very clean transition. Yeah, it was. But the end of this song, leading into a, a beat song, is super interesting to me. We're about at the bridge right now. Just so we could say we didn't just listen to the whole thing, I'm gonna move it ahead. Yeah. <laughs> that was super nice. Uh, 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 we have another one coming up for us now. Uh, in just a second. Someone else's arms. I see it was meant to like transition seamlessly from song to song. Explosions in the Sky did that on their one that everybody knows about. The world is not a cold, dead place. I love how, um, like, Amadeus it is. Yeah! (laughs) You know when it's... You know when the guitar solos are all, all, like, major thirds? Yeah. It just kind of sounds like a real powdered wig sort of way to guitar solo. Yep. <laughs> it's super cool. Vocal production is cool on the chorus. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. I never, I never really thought about the vocals being like that super polished. But yeah. It's kind of his style, you know? Yeah. No, he sounds good. Yeah, he's good at it. Alex, you're you're just talking about like the almost singing thing people do. Yeah. Where they're like half talking, where they're like, right. There's got to To be something else. Right. (laughs) That's what you're saying, like musical theater Mm technically, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they say in musical theaters, but there's basically that. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Here we go. This is the end of someone else's arms. We're gonna hear that uh, good transition. So, what's uh, what's going on in the book portion of this? Is it just the the lyrics? It's like the story and like the yeah, a lot of the artwork is like they work really close with like the artwork for it to kind of coincide with like the story. Mm-hmm. Have, like a few line. Um, this is suspension by May. If you guys ever listen to the starting line. Uh-huh. The demo of this, he actually wrote like, an artist. Ooh, okay. 
That was like a cool part of the trick. I don't know if you guys like everyone listening to the starting line. I have I think I almost no background with this there kind of music. That guy is the piano player on the left. And the oh, guitarist, that's Dave Elkins in the middle. Uh-huh. And the bass player, Mark, I think. And then Jacob on the right, he's a drummer. So. Yeah. That's him. Wow. It's Virginia Boys. The wow. Los Virginia Boys. It's, it kind of bugged me that they didn't like arrange... Like by hair length in that photo. <laughs> yeah, a lot of different hairstyles in that photo, and different. Uh... This is this this is that like uh, Switchfoot production. Yeah, this just sounds like. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like the. I mean, it's not overtly Christian, but like it's. It's all very like a beat, all feels. Oh, oh, def- oh, definitely not. You know what I mean? Like the through line of it. I'm I'm saying just like sound wise. Oh yeah. Uh, like a beautiful letdown uh, is it? It defined how like the next ten years of Christian rock music sound. Yep. Not like sound wise, but like definitely like production wise. Like everybody's yeah. everybody's vocals kind of had this uh, sort of. Not like a kind of like singing through a tube sound, yeah, which is cool to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but just an just something I'm observing that's fascinating. The cool thing about the way the album is put together too is like you can skip pretty easy, like you mm-hmm. go to the very end of this song, mm-hmm. and then you go to the next one, and you do the same thing. Yeah, it's it's fun getting to do it like this. Yeah. It's very cool. I will say, uh, I'm having the same problem with this that I always have with bands like this, which is that the guy's voice uh, is bad to me. But not in a way that I can... It's just like not it, for you. It just isn't for me. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, I don't know. We've had this with a thousand pop punk bands where I don't like the guy's vocals. Yeah, you do. You do struggle with that it's genre. Too, it's too nasal for me. And like 2000s indie kind of came out of pop punk. A lot of guys yeah. kind of have the same, or a similar singing style too. Yep. So, I mean, if it's not something you gravitated towards, like it's, your first time, yeah. like this. But that was like my hate. Like that was my shit. Yeah, so, man. So, like this was like, and this hit in 2005. This was like the right time for me. Like yeah, man. Right at the end of eighth grade, going into ninth grade. Dude, yes. Oh, this is this is cool. Yeah. This is the countdown uh, by May. Must not be the final one, you know. What I, mean? uh, I should say. <laughs> yeah, this is my favorite one so far. This is sick. The harmony, there's something about it. It's cool. They do some interesting things with like the rhythms too. You're like, yeah, really I'm, expecting some of like the timing. Yeah, I'm still like, I'm still thinking about like the vocal production. Uh, it sounds because like the ways that like auto tune creeps into everything around this time yeah. is super fascinating, and they're just yeah, using it's it really well. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, do you hear it a little bit? Right there, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like... I think what I'm describing is just like mid-aughts rock vocals. Yep. But... I don't know. Could be anything. What was I listening to that was like this? Cause somehow- see, stuff like that, though, sorry to interrupt, but it was like stuff like that where it's like they have like the weird breakdown in the middle yeah. of like that bridgey, like post chorus type. Yeah. It's like, it's like that part right there. That part's cool. And it's like, well, that's a strange choice to make there, leading into like the last chorus of yeah. the outro type of thing. Yeah, that was super neat. Yeah. You know who I was probably listening to instead of May? Uh, a band called Sleeping at Last. Oh. I feel like I remember. I think that's the name of them. But they were they were my, like, piano rock boys oh, nice. right on, right yeah. around this time. Painless is the name of the song we're listening to. Mm. I'll say... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that is cool. That's badass. Yeah. yeah. See, he's not trying to sound so fucking handsome on this one. That's that's what you hate. Yeah, you, you you hate it when guys sing and they're trying. They're you, you can tell when guys are like peacocking when they're singing. Yeah, when, yeah, when you're trying to sound <laughs> handsome instead of just singing a song. Yeah, there's got to be a level of like feeling like the man. Oh yeah, like, that's so cool. mm-hmm. But when he opens up like this, it lets him hit better notes. Lets him hit higher notes. You're a real, you're a real vocal hard ass. I'm a real vocal hard ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I like it about you. We'll skip ahead. He's using his chest and not the top of his throat. Tune to heat. Yeah. The ocean. Oh, is also the name of the song. Let's see the way it ebbs and flows, but yeah, like a hype, like fast-paced song. That's cool. More like a ballady type song. (laughs) He's back to doing it, huh, bud? Yeah. (laughs) He's he's trying to sound handsome on this one. It's just. Welcome to my song. I love to sing it with my friends. Are you listening? 
to it. <laughs> it's my song. That is, I mean, it was like the style of, yeah, kind of like what everyone was going for at that time because that's I know. what was hitting at that time, you know. I know all the bands. It, it's like the trend. All the bands that got really big at that time, it was like that was everybody's thing. Like, I blame Tom style. DeLong. <laughs> <laughs> my yard. Yeah. Nutrition fix. Yeah. My yard. Uh, Serving size one can. Right. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, a guy stuff trying like that. to. Yeah. I was reading the Croy label. <laughs> but not. Not willing to breathe enough. Easy. We lost that said, this is cool. Some like really subtle effect on the vocals. Yeah, it's like a chorus effect or something. I don't know, but it's like on all the tracks. I really like it. Ooh, tight harmonies there. That's nice. When the harmony's tight, Mm -hmm. reaction. Drake, Drake approving. Point. Meme. That high one. Yeah. Goodbye, Sky Harbor. I don't know if you guys have seen the clarity, Jimmy Earl, but it's very I much that a feel of that outro. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to enough Ooh. Jimmy World for this to ring a bell, but it sounds really nice. <laughs> I like that ringing guitar right at the end. That's that's a good effect. We're still in the ocean. I love being in it. Uh, breakdown is the next one, so it's careful. Really, baseline on a walk. It's yeah. it's really it's really going for a walk. Ooh, is, what they, is what they might say. Those bass players. They're talking the walk. Talking about uh, yeah, talking the walk. Talking about juicy licks. Yeah, peeling them right off the bone. How many licks you want? One. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. And it has that, and I that. I don't, you're a that's sucker. just always been my thing. You're a sucker for it? Yeah, every time. Uh, what, you, what you do there, bud?
Hello. You're okay. We had a mic issue, listener. Yeah, listener. Ooh. Like that harmony. Bass is cool in this. And they do... Jesus. They do a... Um, kind of a similar thing to that outro that I was talking about on the last song. Uh-huh. On this one, where it's like the layered... And the way they... Uh, the way they end the song is really cool, too. Like, transitioning into yeah. the next one. It's always teeing I, up the uh, next one, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find all the flavors to this Dr. Pepper. Can I come back up? There's a, yeah. There we go. I'm trying to I'm trying to piece out all the little uh, little flavors of this uh, bottle of Dr Pepper you presented to me, and uh, I'm enjoying it. It's yeah. got a lot of energy for being um, as so as uh, controlled, I guess. Yeah, that's a that's a great word. It's like tightly composed. The uh, and, this is where he kind of starts layering for the outro, ooh. leading into the next song. kind of a cool thing too and I've seen them live a couple times and they'll have like this side sing one part and that side sing one part of the audience how many times have you seen them live twice nice Nice. where at one was at OSU (laughs) they did one for homecoming it was crazy hell yeah Uh, and then one we dropped down to Dallas to see them nice a couple buddies of mine this is very awesome. cool. So it kind of crescendos you, yeah. with like the layering and then leads into the next have song. You, have you seen any Christian group more times than two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anne Berlin. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've seen Anne Berlin probably five times. Nice. Yeah. I was a huge fan of those guys. What, 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 what was the last time you saw them? Anne Berlin? What year? Yeah. Probably 2010. Okay, so you like saw him a bunch of times a while yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this mistakes we knew we were making. Um, yeah, mistakes we knew we were making. This was like kind of an interesting thing to me when I was like reading about this song mm-hmm. because um, that line is taken from a Dave Eggers book, I think. Okay. And um, in that same book, I think it's either the book is called or has another line called it's a a heavy-hearted work of staggering genius. Whoa. And that was an interlude that Anne Boleyn had in one of their songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think friend of the show and friend of my life, Josh Shepard, was yeah. telling me about a heartbreaking work of staggering genius. And so, there, yeah, there was... I think in Anne Boleyn, they called it a heavy-hearted work of staggering genius. But it was like yeah, but you a said, nod I mean. to that. But it was like, oh, but mistakes we knew we were making. Okay. The song, like, there's some sort of crossover there, but... I think that Straylight Run also has a song called Mistakes We Knew We Were Making. Huh. Okay. So I don't know. It's always just been interesting to me to think about, like, what was going through the heads when yeah. this kind of, like, idea 
Like, is it based on that, or is it just happenstance, or what? Man, I don't yeah. know. It's weird when a bunch of musicians get into the same author. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> I do think that this song is about um, a girl that got an abortion or something like that. Oh. Nice. Yeah. It, so, what's the perspective on that? I think do they it's think just it's like good? The, I don't know if it's just like the, you know kind of like a what good could have come from it type of thing yeah like if the the person had been allowed or been was yeah. born and yeah had a life and all that i sure. think that's more like the standpoint i mean sure it's a christian band so yeah, yeah i mean that would be my contention you, you don't know? you don't have to personally defend them for yeah. right. doing that um it was like it was 2005 yeah and right. it wasn't it's never been a good take right but right like, it was a Christian man, 2005. They were doing their it's, best. It sounds like they were doing as well as they could be doing. Yeah. Um, considering. But um, it's a very pretty song. Agreed. transition nice how far into the album are we hey harold how far into the album are we Ooh, i don't know off top <laughs> say i wish i knew um we are we're on cover me which is the 10th song out of 15 nice 15 is like the epilogue so it's kind of like that intro song where it's like thank oh, you for listening cool mm. So it's like thirteen songs with a with bookends. Right. Yeah. I set the harmony there so Wow, strange. that's really interesting, yeah. Yeah, these are my favorite vocals so far. Easy. The world is ending, don't you even know? Yeah. Favorite by far. Yeah, this is sweet. Ooh. It's super different than that like the other. Yeah. yeah. Little teeny tiny sound. Yeah. It's tiny tiny. But then it leads in and it builds. And okay. Then the chorus. Whoa. This is really cut. This is really, really good. This is my favorite one so far. It's cool. What, what, what do you call these fingers? What are these fingers called? I don't know. I think it's half-assed air guitar, <laughs> where I just sort of hit the frets with one hand and then don't bother strumming with the other hand. I always thought it was like... 
Like the, summoning an orb. The fucking give it to me fingers. <laughs> oh, the give it to me fingers yeah. is also good. <laughs> yeah, I'm wiggling my fingers. It also looks there, like. No, what do you call these? It's like the the rock fist or like the yeah. <laughs> the tentacled you're, you're, rock you're, fist. Yeah, you're you're the trying Cthulhu. to you're Cthulhu trying to hand. trying to harness the rock power, yeah. but it's like unstable, and you're just like <laughs> yeah. Idle hand. Yep. minute left on this. This is cool. I, I always was a fan of how different each song Ooh. in the album was. Yeah. This is probably what Billy Joel would have sounded like if he was born in 1988. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Come on. The epiphany. Wow. Wow. That's very messed up. <laughs> very messed up. Sometimes I just get it. You got it. Sometimes I swing for a fence mm -hmm. and land among Ooh. the stars. Uh -huh. The Everglow, the, the, the title the track. The title track. Uh, the eponymous track. Very like, 2005 too. The trill yeah. of the piano, that's the lead. Yeah, the uh, ar arpeggios. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Well, what's that? Synthesizer, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a cool little texture. I like yeah. it. Yeah. This is so good. Those piano arpeggios are cool. Let's move ahead a little bit. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. They seem like they seem like a fun band to see live. I feel like I could do a lot of like uh, like clean moshing to it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of swaying back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like I could really get into a damn sway pit with this. Yep. Nod your head. Yeah. <laughs> Pointing. I, I want to see you guys open this fucking cross your arms and bob your head pit up. <laughs> oh my god. Put your hands in your pockets and feel it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put your hands up. The touchdown hands. Put up the God hands. Yep. If you're feeling it when I rock this. <laughs> summon, up, summon up the power of the God hands. That's the sound when the God hands. Ready and waiting to fall is the song. Okay. That's the sound when the God hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Throw up your god hands if you're feeling it when the god lands. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of the god hits. Yeah. yeah. They really like gallopy beats. Yeah, they take the guitar for the verse. Between the verse and the chorus, the guitar is so different style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a real, it sounds like a train. Not the band train, but a train. True. Oh, this is nice. Yeah. I love a glockenspiel. Look, me too. (laughs) It sounds good every time I hear it. Yeah, it's never bad. Jamie's filming. I don't know what to say. Yeah, me neither. I was totally <laughs> silent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, There he is. He said the title of the song. Let's move forward. Okay, this is groovy. The bassist has a lot to do, especially... I like a band that keeps their bassist busy. Heaven made sense in all the words, right? was probably my favorite on the album. Okay. Ooh, I like the noises already. What's that? What's that? <gasps> What's that? It's anything by May. <laughs> God. MF whip on it. Yeah. <laughs> he also nanate. I saw it. With God is my witness, I doth whipped uh-huh. and nanade. <laughs> Somehow I can see again when I lost my 
This is super nice. Yeah. This is just chock full of tiny little textures, Harold. Yeah, it's nice. It's very it's very fun to sit here and, and just go, oh, that's a cute little one. It's a cute little sound that I like. Just really getting into the studio with this one. You know what I mean? I love a, I love an album that's there that's some people don't like it. Yeah, so, but I like an album that's really made in the studio. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think they do a lot of cool stuff. Like, yeah, um, I know May is it stands for something. It's multi aesthetic sensory experience. Oh, and so it was like a call a, a class in college that the drummer took. Uh huh. And um, so like they try to do it to where I mean that's the whole vibe behind like the book going along with the album. So you read something while you. Uh huh. And even their last album that they just put out, there's like a VR component that you listen, that you watch while you listen to the album. That's pretty sweet. It's pretty interesting. They're always trying to do different type of stuff these, for these, the different senses. Harold, uh, this would this would probably please Alex to 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 know. But are these guys brain lords? <laughs> hmm. Are the May guys? Are they brain? Are lords? they brain lords? They're pretty smart. Okay. I mean they're. They're smart guys. I like sure. that. I, I do like okay, that. Okay, I. This is filling a specific pocket. Then, like, I. Uh, is there another like Christian brain lord band? The uh, the newsboys. But they're not like playing into it. Okay, that's true. I do think of them as. Yes, Jamie. Oh wow! Wow. Uh, th- we were just informed. just so somebody just so yeah yeah our uh, yeah Jamie let us know that uh, the saxophonist for May is uh, now a member of the E Street Band. That's uh, Bruce Springsteen's band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now hearing. <laughs> Good for good for him. There you go. I'm glad, I'm glad Christianity has a brain lord. Band. Yeah, that's good. It's good. I mean, uh, seculars shouldn't get all get to have all the fun. I Listeners, think. if you can think of any other Christian brain lord bands, please let us know. Yeah, please. Yeah. Maybe like Mute Math. I don't know if they were a Christian. Honestly, band, yeah. But. The, um, the typical music video all shot in reverse. That's pretty. Yeah, they had to learn how to play that whole song in reverse. There was a there was an episode we did with Jarvix where they oh that's right where he mentioned that they kind of took issue with being labeled as such. But Christians in a band. Yeah, but this was like. If I were to posit something, the musical personality of the 2000s was a bunch of Christians in secular bands. Whoa. True. Yeah. That's the entire sound. Yeah. Until, like, capital I indie music in, like, 2008. Yeah. Uh, but from, like, yeah, 01 to 07, probably. Yeah. 
It's Christian yeah. bands oh, with Christians in it. There were only th- didn't want to say they were Christian. Yeah. There were only three bands in 2006. Copeland, yep. uh, <laughs> Love Drug, yep. and um, Feist. Yeah! Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something I haven't heard in a long time. Man. Shout out to Copeland, though. Yeah. Beneath, but, but Beneath Medicine Tree is still one of my favorite albums of all time. Copeland's a good band. And then In Motion. That was great. That was a great album. We're going to move ahead. This one's a long... Yes. Well, let's get the... Let's get the pop, huh? Let's get the pop. I love a good jammy track. Yeah, this is jammy. But when does it do the thing? Kind of gets a little one for me. <laughs> Just like tiny whip, eh. a pre whip, <laughs> little whip, a pre whip. Yeah, little whip. Not low energy. Just all right. So this is the last minute and a half of The Sun and the Moon, which is the last full-length song on the Elp. So, I'm really enjoying the jam. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just living in it. I'm having a good time with it. I wish I could be preserved in this jam mm-hmm. for um, 65s of millions of years. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, uh, like the humble mosquito. Right. On the intro to this one, it kind of fades into that epilogue, though. So it'll uh, it'll kind of change. You'll hear it, and it'll sound like almost like it's on an old timey like record player or something, which transitions into the epilogue, which sounds like the prologue. But I mean, it's pretty anthemic for like because it's the outro, you know. Uh huh. It's very pretty. Does Christian music have an okay go? Whoa. That's a good Maybe? question. I bet they do. do. Do we start it? Do we just no. call it oh, okay go to heaven? Is that what we call it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay go dot 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 to church. Okay uh, go to the poll. I've just been given <laughs> yeah. a, uh, a piece of trivia by Jamie. Uh, it's just sent uh, This is epilogue, me. by the way. Sia is the is the cousin to the former singer of the Newsboys, uh, Peter <laughs> Furler. Oh, Peter. <laughs> Peter oh, Furler. Oh, Peter. Oh, Pete. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, Pete. Oh, Pete. That's cool. That's not an Australian accent. I love accent. knowing that, man. Moron. I'm just calling. I'm just debasing myself for whiffing an Australian accent. Talking about Peter. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Peter. I hope you enjoyed your journey. Good night. Good night. So it kinda, yeah, so it ends with like the same motif that it introed with for How the did it prologue. Know? That's How so did nice. I know it was night. It is <laughs> night. It's night at the time of this recording. 
listener. I'm I'm creeped out. I'm creeped out. All right. Well, <laughs> Harold, are you aware of our rating system? Wait. Yes. What? Oh, you're right. You. My good boy. I know. Listen, I messed up. Harold, we have to send one of these tracks to Digital Heaven. Correct. Put all this rating stuff out of your mind for just a moment. Um, what do you think? Which track do you think belongs there the most? I feel like you get a lot of the things that I love about this album and the song um, Breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a lot of the the very like trill based uh, piano, chorus driven piano, good guitar, good, uh, acoustic acoustic bridge. I mean, it kind of checks all the boxes for like well, what, what I love about this song and knowing that Dave Elkins was a big fan of Jimmy World and for the intro or for the outro of this song to be very reminiscent of like a goodbye sky harbor off of clarity that's just mm-hmm. like when you think about that after you listen to that that song knowing Jimmy World then listening to this song you're just like of course he likes Jimmy World like how could i not see that i love it when jimmy eats world yay for sure i think world is too much for jimmy i think jimmy <laughs> should eat normal dinner he hasn't eaten all the world yet <laughs> Why should why can't Jimmy just eat normal dinner? They say Jimmy is still eating world to this day. Oh, it's unhealthy for Jimmy. I would say that's yeah. It's still here. How good a job's he doing? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Come on, Jimmy, eat me already. Yeah, I want to. I want to be. I want to uh, be, be, be be eaten by Jimmy. <laughs> um, okay, Alex, what do you think about breakdown going to digital heaven? I know you liked cover me. Cover me is dope too, though. I like to cover me. I really, there's really not a bad choice in this. Like, I would be cool with any of them going. It's just so different than any of the other songs on this album. Yeah, I think it's got to be cover me because cover me is more representative. Sure. Yeah. You feel good about that, Harold? Yeah. yeah. Well, Alex, you've got to really, do really, it. There's not a bad yeah. choice at all. It's not on the album because it's your Spotify playlist. Right. I'm on it. I keep thinking that I sent it to you and I never did. So. Um, put the final judgment uh, stanger here. <clears throat> Harold, it's time to rate the album, and uh, you're you're we're are you aware of how our rating system works? I'm familiar. For those of you who aren't, for perhaps if you were uh, maybe a, a listener for the first time, um, congrats on making it this far. Um, we rate an album out of 12 disciples. That's correct. But keep in mind. Be careful, though. Um, one of them's Judas. And he... Um, He's the bad one. He's the bad disciple. And Judas, if you don't know, Judas, he, he handled the money, but he did some things that weren't very cash money to Jesus. Yeah. So um, kind of a I, kind of an ironic thing, turn of events there. Yep. He's the least cash money disciple. Mm-hmm. Who's uh, the most cash money disciple? Peter. Peter. Okay. For yeah, you're sure. right. You guys the are rock. right. He cut a cop's ear off. The, the, the rock. Because yeah, his right. friend was getting arrested. That's true. Peter's sick. Who among us? Well... Uh, who would like to who would like to uh, gather their thoughts about the album first? I think I can do that. Okay. Um, I I think that this is a 
uh, again, a, a genre that I'm not really familiar with um, or that I haven't really spent a lot of time with. But I liked all the cool production stuff they did. Um, the guy's voice didn't do it for me. But um, I think that this is a very cool album, and I love the intro and outro. I love that they did that, and I like all the little production things. So I would say a, just a six disciples, no Judas. All right, sweet. For me, um, I've got to go higher than six. Yeah. Because I, I, a thing that I'm a sucker for, Harold, is, is, is when, when, when I can tell something's really like made uh, very purposefully, I guess. Um, it's, for, for example, it's, it's, it's hard for me to uh, get the same level of emotional investment out of, out of an album that just sounds like a bunch of songs that got recorded. Yeah. Uh, these are connected, which is which is neat. I like that. There seems to be like some. There seems to be a concept at work there. Um, but the thing that the thing that this album did that I don't notice a lot of other albums doing is is it's. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. It's it's repeated use of like very 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 tiny sounds. Yeah. Uh, that are. Just in the back of a larger sound. This is a headphones right. album there's for a, sure. There's a it's, couple times when you're like, "What? Yeah. What is that?" There's a lot of real cool headphone right. moments on mm -hmm. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this would be a fun one to put the old noise cancelers on mm -hmm. for. Put the cans on. Um, I wouldn't go so far as Alex as to say that the voice didn't do it for me, but it's 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 uh, it's fine. It got the job done. It wasn't. Um, I don't have anything specific remarks wise about it. Um, but that wasn't what I was, uh, into the most. I was into the, uh, the production mostly like the way, um, the, like the effects on things. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think I want to, I want to put it up at, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a 10 with a Judas and the Judas is the, the pro-life song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. That's the one blemish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah, you can't can't win them all. Can't yeah, win them can't all. Can't win them all. Yeah, everything's a product of its time mm -hmm. or whatever, right? So Harold? I uh what it was funny when you were talking about what I thought about it. I pretty much had my mind made up and I thought it was a ten, no Judas. Okay. Yeah. And to me the album as a whole, like, you know, putting it aside that it was just something you know, we, we get into these things when especially with like albums, TV shows, stuff like that. You, you kind of, at times you can lose the objectivity. You're like, is this good because it's good? Right. Or is this mm -hmm. good because I like it and I have nostalgia for it? Right. And I think in a lot of ways, both can coexist, yep. especially with like in regards to this album, but big fan of this theory. I think there yeah, are like, you know, there's, there's things that it's very much like a product of its time. And so it's like, mm -hmm. I think, you know, the way that we, the way it, I listen to it now compared to how it hit and, you know, the the age at which I found it, I think it just doesn't resonate with me in the same way, which isn't bad. Yeah. Sure. But I don't know. I think it still holds up, um, but it's very much like a snapshot of 2005. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. So. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing wrong – there's nothing wrong with it being a snapshot of right. 2005. Yeah. The the cultural capital on that hasn't 
come back around. But, right. uh, you know, it's so later on, it'll be even cooler to listen to. Right. Which is kind of a fun thing to think about. Um, but yeah, it's still got a 10 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, can, um, it didn't make the Fishes of Men did Club. Not make it, Alex... I did tank it from getting into the Fishes of Men Club, and I would like to apologize for that. I didn't realize that was going to be an option. Yeah. Should not have gone first, is what I will say. Damn. Um, played yourself. I well, did. I, look, I absolutely played congrats. myself, and I would like to apologize. Not too to bad. That's your, that's your feelings uh, on the... That's well, look. <laughs> too, close. Too, yeah, too bad, buddy. That's your, that's your feelings and on the... I can't the, go back. The, yeah, I Yeah, know. I can't go back on it. I, I already you, said it. Well, you can, but you'd look like a chump. I'd look like a chump. I'd look like a flip-flopping <laughs> chump, and that's yeah, the last like thing my reputation needs. Yeah, you look chump. You're trying to pancake on it. I know. I'm absolutely trying to pancake on it. I would like to apologize for trying to pancake on it. Yeah. Uh... Want to give thanks? Oh, wait. Harold, tell our listeners about your show and where they can find it online and where they can find you online. Sure, yeah. Um, well, Tunes Tunes Podcast is the show I host. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. The two ways to spell tunes. We talk about yep. music and animation. Um, the show kind of started just as like a an idea of like those were the two things that were like very important to me at the, really at the time that I was finding this album. Mm-hmm. And... In a lot of ways, it was the things that you were ostracized for, especially like, you know, if you're not, if you're watching yeah. anime at the age, at that age, you're probably not the cool kid. Right. Yeah. And as well with like music, it's like, if you're not listening to everything everyone's listening to, mm-hmm. people kind of question that too. Yeah. So that always stuck out to me of like, why is that? And so I love to talk to people about, you know, the music that they loved growing up and then yeah. maybe the cartoons that they enjoyed, they uh, enjoyed growing up too. Anime has always been the through line of it, but, you know, I've kind of opened it up to, like, you know, what did you watch? I just talked to a guy from Wales, and he told Western me about anime. Welsh. T- told me all about Welsh, like, cartoons I would have never Ooh. known about. Ooh. And well, so it's been Welsh cartoons. Yeah. Black Cauldron. But, like uh, yeah, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. The the, the nice. places. Your yeah. Per- yeah, any podcatcher, Your local podcatcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you can follow me on social media. Um, it's just Harold Story. H a r o l d s t o r e y, nice. Don't forget that e. Get it right. Get it tight. Mm-hmm. You always have to keep it right and tight. On with, God with, with Harold. Mm-hmm. On God and and the good Lord above. Uh, you can follow the Praise Down yep. on Twitter at the Praise Down on yep. Instagram at the Praise Down. Yep. Uh, you can join the Discord. Yeah. Server. Uh, it's uh, you just click. There's a pin tweet on the praise down twitter at the praise down the url just click on that and come talk to us on discord it's a uh, uh, fun place for friends <laughs> it's a chatroom yeah it's a chatroom you chat in there you, with uh, your good good friends and uh, yeah jamie you got to get back on discord and send emojis and and all the good the only way we... and all the good stuff but all everybody we're there everybody likes the show is there and yeah. we're just like Saying good morning to each other mm-hmm. and um, just just saying funny stuff all the time. All the time, we're just being like good all the it. time, like it's nothing. It's Gotta so get easy. In there. Um, what else? You um, follow you. Follow. Oh, fo- well, I'm not online right now. Oh, that's right. Um, you can join our Warframe clan. Yeah, the big friends <laughs> in Warframe on Nintendo Switch specifically. Yeah. I think it's it, not cross-platform. Yeah. Uh. Let's say some thank yous. Yeah, Harold, thank you for being on the show. Thank uh, you guys. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed our time. 
I would also like to thank, say thank you to Jarvix for the intro song. I would like to thank uh, Cameron Brewer for our outro theme, Holy Ghost Riding the Whip. I'd like to uh, say thank you to Molly Devine for the Talking the Walk stinger. Thank you to Wampus Reynolds for the Tune Talk stinger. And thank you to... Did you say Cameron Brewer already? Yeah. Uh, thank you to Good Trash Media for... Uh, for for letting us be uh, one of one of your podcasts, facilitating the show. For the, yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> and listener, thank you as well. Uh, thank you, Jamie, for engineering you, Jamie, the for show engineering. once again. I would never forget you. Unlike Alex, that's true. Sorry. Um, and that's the show. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's time to get out with our catchphrase. The, the very sort of normal catchphrase we do. Um, if Jesus walks, then what do I got to do? Run? My man can do Protestant or Catholic wow, events. Wow, both flavors. Wow. If you work clean, you can work anywhere, right? <laughs> I love him. <laughs>